Welcome to uh, I've Been Meaning to See That, our second time knowing the name of the podcast on the podcast. I've been meaning to see that, right? Right. Yep. And if anyone listening has a suggestion, um, it's too late because we already made the theme song. So we already uh, made the theme song. We're not going to change it. And we're never going to change it because we already have a song for it. We already have a song uh, that I made on a Saturday morning. without without asking Colin or asking for any feedback. Well, turns out I love it. So great. And I love you. Um, wow. We are, uh, this is a podcast where we watch the first 10 minutes and the last 10 minutes of a movie and then sort of fill in the middle. Uh, we do that because a lot of people are very annoying about movies that you haven't seen. So Colin and I like to pick a movie that we haven't seen before, preferably a movie that uh, is seen by a lot of people or people like. Mm. Um, the movie we're doing this week is uh, again a movie by Martin Scorsese. So uh, we're four we're four movies in. Half of them are directed by Martin Scorsese. Wow! Uh, didn't realize that when we were picking, but that's that's on us. I had uh, no idea, honestly. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I couldn't even tell you. I think I thought you know I can name like maybe three Scorsese movies. I know he's directed a lot more than three, but mm-hmm. um, I can only name three, and that probably makes a lot of people mad if you're a big Scorsese fan. Um, he did The Town, right? That's <laughs> yes. his big movie? Yeah, His big his... movie is The Town. Yeah, that's what everyone knows him for. But... I, watched, I watched The Town recently. Really? That movie is fucking weird. That is a weird movie. It's, uh, we, could re- we could watch that one. Oh, you just, you just saw it. I don't remember really much that happens in it. There's a, there's a bridge, and they rob a bank, and they go over the bridge. The, yeah, they talk about the bridge. It's the bridge that connects Boston to Charlestown. You know the bridge that everyone calls the bridge. Yep. It's not the Zakem Bridge. It's wow. not the Longfellow Bridge. It's not the Harvard Bridge or the BU Bridge. It's the bridge, that tiny bridge that connects Boston and Charlestown. The bridge, and they're wearing like nun masks, I think. Yeah, they like, they're like professional bank robbers and shit. Um, but that is not the movie we're watching this week. We're watching Raging Bull, and we have a yes. special situation and guest this is our first episode with a guest we have our we have our dear friend uh ben brown on the pod ben obviously going to be our first guest because he is the mutual tie between us uh ben went to college with colin went to high school with me and then made our lives living hell as a roommate for a few years um and so uh ben welcome to the podcast thanks for having me I uh, I just want to let you guys know I also had coronavirus a few months back as well. Great joke. Great joke. Nice. The movie man himself. Yeah, yeah I've seen Mr. Uh, movie. I've seen over. Uh, I've seen at least like like a couple movie, like five movies, probably at least. So ben, Scorsese, Ben, what's your favorite Scorsese film? It's a tough one. He's made he's made so many. Um, I don't know, probably Titanic, I would say. Oh, I thought you were going to say The Town. Well, that's up. That's second. Yeah, that's second. Titanic. Second. Titanic and The Town. Scorsese's top two. Top two by Scorsese. Makes all that T movies. Um, Yeah. Ben is somebody that uh, I think is perfect for this show uh, because 
uh, even movies that he has seen, we could probably do this with. Uh, I like to describe Ben's uh, movie synopses as uh, I asked him how he liked the movie Lady Bird, and he said, oh, that movie about Dave Matthews Band song, uh, what the, whatever that Dave Matthews Crash Band song me. was, is crash into me he said that crash into me that crash into me movie which is a song that they play in that movie twice which you know to be fair is more than most songs get played in a movie but i would not describe ladybird as that crash into me movie. Yeah, dave matt into uh yeah to uh, yeah to uh jump on that um i think ben described the movie asked him how the movie hereditary was and uh he said yeah it's about a bunch of naked old people and I think that's in like the last like two minutes of the movie. Um, kind of gives you a good, well-rounded idea of kind of what's going on in uh, synopsis. Um, yeah, I basically break down movies exactly how you guys are watching them on this podcast. That's just one I mean, minute take, clips. That's that's my synopsis. It's, it's, Random. It's whatever. It's whatever clip was loud enough to catch your attention, and you just you look up and you're like, oh god, a bunch of old people. And then you. That's all he's saw yep. from the movie. I have a very short attention span. Don't we all? Don't we all? Uh, so today we're watching Raging Bull, as we said, by directed by Martin Scorsese, starring Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. So uh, the genre is drama. The subtitles are in English and the audio language is in English. I'm just reading that off of Amazon.com because I forgot to pull up the IMDb. Wait, De, Niro, uh, De Niro and Pesci are in this now. one too? Yeah, they're the top two build people ah, in this damn movie. Damn it, we already did. <laughs> we basically did. I should have yeah, looked at the cast, <laughs> but all right. It's, but that just shows you all how little we know about everything that we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. We picked this blindly. And um, uh, yeah, so Robert De Niro, Kathy Moriarty, Joe Pesci, Frank Vincent, uh, Nicholas Col- Colasanto, Teresa Saldana, Mario Gallo. There's a bunch of people I Nick do DePaulo. not know. Nick DePaulo. Nick, yeah. Nick DePaulo, yeah. yeah. I like a, Sebastian I like a strong Italian lead role. That's always uh, what I look for in Spe- a movie. Specimen mm. Scalco is in The Irishman. He is? Yep. Yeah. Specimen wow. Scalco has a role in The Irishman. Uh, so I think had this been made 40 years later, which crazy, this was made 40 years ago, um, 1980. Had oh, this wow. been made 40 years later, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco may have been in it. Might have been the leading man, the raging bull himself. Man, let's get Sebastian in a re- leading role. I've heard a lot of people who are uh, big fans of his. I've never. My dad loves him. Loves him. He's gonna love yeah. this part of the pod. Just me saying his name is gonna get him excited. Well, he did like the uh, what did the he kids, do? Like the, the VMAs, he did, like the Kids or, Choice oh. Awards, or like the Teen Choice Awards. He did the he did the kids. Yeah. <laughs> did he get? I don't think did, they would did get did Sebastian. He, get he did like kids or teens, and he just did like riffs as if he was like talking to like forty year old men and. Uh, None. It went way over all their all the teens' heads. They didn't understand it. Wow. Well, man, Sebastian Maniscalco. He he really he brings it though. He really brings it. He's got the energy. He has good stage presence. He does. Um, So going into this movie, uh, based off of the based off of the the sort of poster. Uh, top build Robert De Niro. There's a picture of Robert De Niro's face just covered in blood, and it just says Raging Bull in quotes uh, with a lot of like small text underneath. Um, what do you what do you guys know about this movie? Because I don't know anything. I didn't know it was a boxing movie. I always get this movie and Taxi Driver mixed up. I didn't know that they were the like different movies. 
Um, so apparently it's black and white and a boxing movie is what I'm getting from the pictures. Yeah, I actually, um, off the title, I was, uh, now that I remember it's a boxing movie, but initially, I mean, how could you not think it's a, um, it's a bull riding movie, right? I mean, Raging Bull, Robert De Niro is kind of, you know, part of the, whatever, the circus, and he's riding a bull around, and the bull's bucking a lot because it's uh, mad. Yeah. I always get this movie and Dallas Buyers Club confused because they're both about uh, bulls. Like the, the, bulls. the oh, rodeo. I didn't yeah. actually, I didn't know this was De Niro either. I had like seen the poster and uh, I'm, st- I'm looking at the poster right now and I'm still not even sure if that's De Niro. I know it says it is, but. The synopsis is maybe like the, the line is maybe the shortest line I've ever seen for a movie. The life of boxer Jake LaMotta whose violence and temper that led him to the top of the ring destroyed his life outside of it, period. Like that's, wow. so we'll see, we'll see. I don't know if that's going to give anything away for us because we we like to go into these movies cold and we like to leave them just as cold and confused. So uh, do we have any early predictions of what we're going to see in this? Yeah, the um, so I mean, here from the movie poster, he's got at least one or two black eyes here one of them's bleeding i'm guessing he takes a few punches okay okay he's gonna take a few punches ben do we have any early early choices or decisions you think is gonna happen i think situations yeah i think that this movie is about a uh bull versus cuck scenario and the black eyes are from the uh the husband when he finds out that he's uh being cucked by the bull okay okay so you think it's like uh like a kink situation um yep exactly cool yeah cool um i think i think he i think it's going to be similar to uh you know bruce willis's character in pulp fiction he's a boxer who you haven't seen pulp fiction well okay i've seen it i wish i i wish i hadn't we could use it we could watch it for this movie it would be a very hard one to do for this because i think the first 10 minutes of that movie are uh, the diner scene. And then the last 10 minutes of that movie, I think, are the conclusion of the diner scene. So you might only get the 20 minutes of the diner scene. You wouldn't even know that there are other characters. It's in just at a diner the whole time. Yeah, it would just be like the the probably 25 of the 45 minutes of the diner. So that minute, if that if the 105 at 105 landed at the diner scene, then we would we would absolutely not see any of Bruce Willis's part of the movie. Any of like, Oh man. Yeah. That would leave, be well, That would leave it pretty open-ended in terms of uh, trying to predict what happens or guess what happens. Yeah. Um, you know, we wouldn't know. And good thing about this podcast is you might think, Oh, do you go back and watch the movie and then maybe compare what you thought happened with what actually happened? No, no, nope. not at all. Nope. We just, we just watch 20, 21 minutes and five seconds of a movie, and then we never talk about it again. Yeah, it's out of our lives completely. You guys say that you, so that being said, you guys say what? that you've seen it after after this podcast. Like you, you could say that you've seen like Goodfellas. And- yep, more or I've less. Seen Goodfellas. I've seen Hustle and Flow. I've seen Bridget Jones's Diary, and I'm about to watch Raging Bull. People ask me, "Hey, you've seen Goodfellas, right?" More or less. <laughs> more or less. We no more longer have to say, "I've been meaning to see that," and now we can say, "Yeah, pretty much." Have I seen the entire movie? And it's uh, you know, from start to finish, no. Have I seen the first 10 minutes, the last 10 minutes, a minute five to the 105, and then talk about it for an hour and a half? Yes. That's exactly what we've done for most movies after this. Uh, so uh, that being said, uh, we're going to hop into this movie and watch 
the first 10 minutes of Raging Bull. Real quick. Um, real quick, Colin's got something to say. I think the Raging Bull is actually referring to the man himself. I don't think there's actually any bull. You know, I'm th- I know you guys are thinking like, hey, he might have a pet bull or we see a, an actual bull at some point. I know Ben was trying to get that point out earlier, but I think the raging bull might refer to him on the inside. So like Robert De Niro's character? Right. But here's the thing. It might not refer to him in the ring. It could refer to him outside the ring. Okay. Okay. So, so the bull is not in the ring. Outside the ring is when we see the bull. You think you think it's in the ring, but it's actually outside the so ring. So he's a raging bull okay. outside the ring. He's a raging right. bull outside the ring. But okay. he's also in the ring when he fights, obviously. Is he a bull while he's in the ring, though? I haven't got that far. That's a wild okay. claim, Colin. Uh, that's, that's pretty out there. Uh, one question. Do you think this movie is where the phrase mess with the bull you get the horns came from i think so yes yep i think so because um i can't think of where it else it would come from but either that or the rodeo maybe at the rodeo well yeah from the radio damn it okay well uh we we are going to be right back uh we'll be gone for 10 minutes but for you it'll feel like no time at all did you or did you not I'm not gonna answer. It's a sick question. You're a sick fuck, and I'm not that sick that I'm gonna answer it. I'm not telling you anything. I'm gonna leave. If Lenore calls, tell her I went home. I'm not staying in this nut house with you. You're a sick bass. I feel sorry for you. I really do. You know what you should do? Try a little more fucking, a little less eating. You won't have troubles upstairs in your bedroom, and you won't pick it out on me and everybody else. You understand, you fucking wacko? You're cracking up. Fucking screwball, you. We're back. All right. Yeah. We're ten minutes. We're ten minutes into Raging Bull, and I gotta say, it seems corny. It seems like a corny movie. Yeah, seems. Um. Well, you know, this is probably a lot of old movies like this. You know, are like kind of the base. Uh, a lot of movies play off of you know older movies, and I feel like I feel like this might be a story that we've uh, seen in more recent movies. Yeah, it could be. Could um, be. Kind of the same. Kind of the same situation. Um. But main thing, one of the things, uh, my first thought is uh, being a boxer in the 1940s must have been awful. Right? I feel like they, they have so many movies. This is kind of how I feel about like police and movies, but like they have so many movies that like they show sort of like how cool boxers are. But like yeah. in like Million Dollar Baby and The Cinderella Man and Rocky. And even Raging Bull, the, their lives suck. Like being a bo- boxer sucks. You don't get paid anything. You just get your shit kicked out of you all the time. I don't get it. Yep. I don't get why anyone. I bet wanted most to of them probably just died in the ring. Like the career is over when they just died, and then it was like, oh, geez, uh, Jake Lamotta died. Just, I guess. Uh, just, I guess he lost. He lost. We can't give him the win. He's dead. Yeah. He's just brain dead at this point. Yeah, I mean that's also the thing. Is like you just can't diagnose any injuries really yeah hey, you're fine hey you're, joe pesci's his trainer i guess and he's like get out there you're fine uh your head's bleeding from you know and you got, but you're fine you gotta beat him quicker next time it's like what is <laughs> yeah. this what is this? like 
um i thought the i thought the shot to start with him like jumping around in the ring was pretty cool um shadow boxing like there. just shadow boxing and like slow-mo just i thought that looked pretty sweet but then but then we had three full minutes of our first and i was thinking about this like the more we do like sort of movies that are well renowned i feel like we're gonna run into this like opening credits are going to take up way too much time like three full minutes of this movie of the first 10 minutes that we watched were just them showing names while he shadow boxed yeah especially the scorsese yeah yeah i thought the whole thing was just gonna be 10 minutes of intros and we have to guess the rest from there <laughs> yeah that would have been good yeah it seemed it seemed like i don't know i didn't i i wasn't expecting that i, th- I thought they would move the story along a little bit more like have some mm-hmm. sort of like establishing shots or something but it's just him boxing and then it's just like it's just like joey joe pesci frankie like <laughs> they just kept yeah. showing like that kind of stuff and i'm like oh no this is gonna go on forever like they're just gonna keep saying every single person's name yeah yes yeah, so the yes yeah, so they had the uh that opening scene they were shadow boxing in the credits and then uh then it jumps to um de niro kind of uh in the well present day yeah 19 i guess for when the movie came out 1964 Uh, well this came out in 1980 also which like it seems (laughs) way older than it is like this came out in 1980 probably yeah like like the flash forward that you see is in 1964 and then they flash back to 1941 yeah the makeup was really bad like his his nose and like I'm like, it's awful. I didn't understand. And, you know, they don't have the Irishman technology back yeah, then. Yeah, they couldn't make him a yeah. child in that one. Yeah, True. digitally enhance his face. So it's, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, he was looked like he was like about to give a, a speech of some sort. Yeah. Or... And it was like a poem. And it feels, it yeah. feels weird because I was like, are all boxers poets too? Like thinking to like Muhammad Ali, just like talking about like, you know, he used to always like speak in these like weird proverbs and like this mm-hmm. that's what i wish i wrote down more of what he said because he's like i'm no othello yeah, i'm just like i don't what is this like he did say raging bull though i'm no othello but uh yeah he uh lights up his cigar real cool yeah real cool like maybe he's a raging um, bull when it comes to poetry going off of yeah. Colin's prediction maybe wow. do you think yeah, yeah do you think maybe that was just like scores like de niro practicing his lines for a part that's later on in the movie and Scorsese was sitting there and he's like, this is gold. This is gold. Go record him. And he's like, I got a, I, I'm no Othello, but no, no, that's not, I'm, I know. No. Because he like, he messed up a couple times and like corrected himself. I'm like, is that written in or was he just actually messing up? It's probably he's just that good. It's probably it's one of those good. things that happen. Like, I feel like every movie they're like, I can't believe he improvised that whole scene. There's always like one like big movie. They're like, yeah, that whole scene was improvised and it just blows <laughs> yeah. everyone's mind. Like, Oh my God. <laughs> De Niro improvised like a slam poem in the middle of a boxing movie, and they're like, "I guess we gotta put it in." I don't know. It's staying in. It's staying. It was, uh, in. That was part of the um, deleted scenes. It was uh, the bloopers. Yeah, his line about the bull was, "Let the bull out so he can rage." Um. Uh, and then he, um, so we see that he's giving the speech, and then it jumps, your flashes back to 1941 where he's in a boxing match. Yeah, in Cleveland. And, um, Mm-hmm. Cleveland. That's when we're introduced to his trainer Pesci, and uh, I don't know who he's fighting in that match, but um, very intense fight. Uh, yep. He looks to be winning, and then he's screwed out of the victory somehow. Yeah, I, was he when like so when he went to his corner and they were like, "Go, go fight him again" or whatever, and then he like went up and the guy like threw a couple punches, 
And I couldn't tell, like, was De Niro supposed to be getting hit by those punches or was he avoiding those punches? They looked... It looked like he was getting yeah hit right in the face. Yeah, but they looked... So, like, his hand was so far away from De Niro's face and he kept just going... Like, just yeah. move his head back a little bit. And I was really confused. I it couldn't tell if he was dodging those or those were landing. It was, it was Yeah, the, shot, the shots of the fights were kind of, like, weird. I... He wasn't guarding his face from the, yeah, from the shots. Just, he had his just, fist down by his uh, chest. He was just getting hit in the uh, face. Yeah, and then I guess it must have been the 10th round, and it must have been two full minutes or whatever because then he he knocked him down, but the guy was only down for nine of the 10 seconds that you need to be down for. So it wasn't yeah. technically a knockout. So then because he let him hit him too much in the beginning of the, the match, he must have lost. But, I don't, yeah, it was – Yeah. Then there, oh, That's what you – I thought he got was just screwed out of it because of uh, no. It so looked the, like he was clearly winning. The bell that went off indicated that the round was over, and the ref was only at nine. So, like, it would have gone to the judges' table to like let them judge who won. And so then they just he's landing punches though. Yeah, but who knows what happened in the nine rounds preceding that tenth round? Um, true. So I, that's um, true. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like he got screwed out because he definitely would have knocked him out. They let they had to carry him out of the match, but he like. So it, I don't know. That was stupid. <laughs> I mean, I understand that would make somebody angry. Uh, I don't really understand what like incited the riot afterwards. Like yeah, there were a fights. chair, and then the one woman that was at the boxing match like screamed twice. One time was just her getting trampled. I don't know what was happening there, but yeah, that was I insane. Was it because of the decision they were just uh, fighting each other, and they were? I think so. I think there's probably like always that anger or something because it's just like people are betting on the on the match right so like if they bet against like if they bet for robert de niro and then he should have won they're gonna make a stink about it i think it was just two guys watching the fight were just coming to blows over an argument unrelated and it just happened to spill over onto the ring i think these guys might have been arguing about god knows what 1941 what would you even be arguing about you know like um yeah the war um one guy was just saying, ah, the war. And the other guy was like, yeah, the war. And they just started duking it out. Neither of them had a, a specific stance on it. They were just like, the war. He's like, no, the war. And they just Back were yelling. Then, you, just, you just fight your neighbor recreationally just to, you know, get some exercise, blow off some steam. Yeah. According um, to like every TV show growing up, all fathers were boxers in the war. All of, all of the dads yeah. were boxers in the war. Yeah. And they're also cooks cooks in the war yeah. and they boxed on the side as well because they couldn't tell them that like they were infantry men who just killed other people they had to be like no no no, i boxed i boxed you're boxed i, I boxed I, I, I to help the u.s troops win the war yeah exactly what if that's how wars were settled each country puts up their best boxer hey. and we settle this in the ring like men all right in the octagon let's go yeah it's a cage, it's a cage match yeah that's like the best of the best and you know get in the ring and settle it and it's very easy to determine who's the winner i gotta yeah. say that might give too much power to just like a very one very strong person <laughs> like, like he's our, yeah. he's our best boxer and he's like well i should run the country now then you can't like win, you can't now. win the war without me and it's like shit he's right we're stuck we're stuck with well, just mike tyson as our president because he's the best boxer tell you what if you don't like that idea too bad because sooner uh, joe rogan's gonna be our president pretty soon and hey come on we all know he's gonna that's honestly a world out of this that's a world I'd like to live okay. in. Um, Can we leave politics yeah, I mean, aside here? Yeah, we're getting close. We're tr- we're, we're treading on dark territory. Um, and then it goes, and then so then it cuts 
1941. We're still in 1941, but it cuts back to New York City. Joe Pesci's arguing with another guy about how he has to talk to him because he has to be a better boxer. Whatever. Their their conversation seems a little. Pesci's brother too, right? That's what we would determine. Is, right? is or he's Frank one Vincent. of the, he's one of them brothers. Yeah, Frank Frank is okay. Frank is one of Pe- Pesci's brothers. Um, and then Frank okay. is like talking about how none of this will matter because he's going to bring home the championship belt to his wife. And then they just like. There's just so much anger between the two of them immediately. We don't know anything about mm. them, but both of them just seem to hate each other. Yeah. He had a bottle of wine on his table, too. I don't know if he was drinking in the morning. But, yeah, I had uh, no idea what time it was because he was also eating a steak. I don't know. Yeah. It's also in black and white. I, I don't know what time of day it is in any of the scenes. <laughs> yeah. The morning and the steak night and eggs. the same. Yeah, it could be steak and eggs. Yeah. Uh, and she she overcooked his egg or his steak. He got mad. He flipped the table. Uh, and I, I I couldn't help but notice how much he looked like Kramer in this scene. Kramer from Seinfeld. His and hair it was, was really insane. distracting. His hair was all over the place, and he was just sort of like, "Don't overcook it! Don't overcook it!" And I was just like, "This is." The, I know it's probably good acting, and in 1980, like everyone loved it, but he seemed so over the top, so fast, and I didn't understand it. I mean, he, well, he's the raging. The raging bull. I mean, yeah, he, he right? could be he pissed about the uh, the bull cuck situation that was going on. He's pissed at his wife about that. So that's true. We haven't we haven't definitively decided whether the the bull cuck situation is what's happening in the movie. So that is still on the table. Bull cuck still on the table. I think the one theory we can throw out of the out of the window throw out the window is um the actual bull. We can get rid of the actual bull. True. Right. Because they do live in an apartment and not much space for a bull. But we don't know if there's going to be a bull in the middle. But, you know, okay. okay. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, uh, I'll, go, I'll go with you there. There might not be a physical They could bull. go to a rodeo I'll, after I'll bulls. Concede, I'll concede bulls that. could be released. Like a running of the bulls. The bulls are released running, running yeah. the streets. He's, it's like a training montage, and it's just him doing the running of the bulls in Pamplona. Like it's just him sprinting through the streets. Yeah. Um, like and, Rocky and going up the steps. That's his training. Uh yeah, I mean that's that's the way to do. It. Yeah, every boxing movie has to have a step montage. So, um, do we have any other thoughts about the the first ten minutes of this movie? Do we think there's any crucial information from this first ten minutes that will lead us to believe that like this was helpful at all to us? Uh, so the looks like um, Pesci and the other guy there. What's it? What'd you say his name was? Something Frank Vincent. Vincent. Yeah, Frank Vincent. Late, the late Frank. Yeah, Vincent yeah. Actually passed away. R.I.P. R.I.P. Thank you, Ben. The um, uh, I think it seems like they like uh, are obviously invested in in De Niro's like boxing career, and they're like um, you know, whether they're like making money off them or something like that. But uh, he seems to be like the um, you know, the big ticket guy, and they're kind of just like uh, you know, because they're talking about his fights and they're going over to see him and see if he's okay. Can you talk to him? Yeah, he's important for some um, reason. He's like Don King. He's the the promoter. I mean, besides that, besides that, he's just a good boxer, I guess. Yeah. True. Um. All right. So I think I think what's going to happen is probably a lot of uncomfortable domestic abuse. That seems like that's on its way. Mm-hmm. Um. I think the scene that we just ended at is Joe Pesci walking into the apartment. I think he's immediately going to be like, "All right, this is not a situation I can I can ask him anything yeah. about because he's definitely raging. The bull is raging at this point." Um, yep. I think he's going to win the championship, but then have a fall from grace because I don't understand why he would be like giving a speech at any time. 
if he wasn't a champion at any point. Like I, I, there's nobody's asking oh, me yeah. to give a speech anywhere. I've never won any. They're not going to be like Alex Barber, the person who attended this thing. Like I think he has to get some sort of notoriety, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and like, what would the movie? What would the movie be if he just lost yeah. every match? He's got to win at least, uh, at least a few. Here. Rocky loses um, though, right? Rocky loses. Yeah, he has a couple losses. Which, yeah, that's yeah. true. But he'll probably win. Um, it's like an underdog story. He'll like end up coming out on top, like every other boxing movie. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't just compare this to the other boxing movie I know, though. So that I think that's. Yeah, I mean, it was probably based on the same like like the same it probably touched on a lot of the same points maybe actually uh rocky he seemed to be just like um a more uh sympathetic character i've never seen rocky so it's good it's a good yeah. movie but this guy uh de niro doesn't seem you know right off the gate he's kind of someone you're like ah, i don't know about this guy he's, he's rough you know grand you know his the wife did seem like she was overcooking the steak so i don't want to uh you know Maybe he has, a, you know. I feel like um, I feel like he was like, "Is it done yet?" And she's like, "No, there's a little bit more time." And then he was like, gave her 15 seconds. He's like, "You're charring it. You're char. Give me it back!" Like he no just patience. immediately freaked out on her. Yeah, the um, I think the wife is just is the cause of all the anger. Boxing is just his uh, his escape it's, from it's his, his wife overcooking his steak. Yep. Yeah. Um, but so my so my prediction here for the rest of them, I'll give like uh. An A and a B. Um, my A prediction that I, you know, pretty confident in is that he is going to uh, continue to take on these high-profile high fights, and the more success he has on the in the ring, the less success he has outside the ring. Oh, okay. And you know, he can't balance. Uh, you know, he might be winning, but he's his marriage is falling apart. His wife can't cook the steak great and uh he ends up winning a fight but he ends up uh murdering his wife oh you think he murders his wife uh he punches her with uh, (laughs) too hard he just punches punches her her. to death (laughs) he punches her to death okay uh and uh so my then my b theory is he gets so fed up with boxing that him and the wife Decide to move out of Brooklyn, move upstate, okay, and get a farm, and they have a bull there that they charge <laughs> people to ride. You really want an actual bull to be in this movie? There gotta be. There's gotta be. Okay, okay. It's ben, do you have any? Ben, do you have any middle predictions? What do you What do you think is going to happen? I think that uh, it's going to go back to the marriage where he will end up divorcing his wife because he's the. Um, he has a temper problem and he's going to end up uh, divorcing his wife and he's going to become a poet. And uh, based on the poetry that he showed in the beginning, and he's going to continue to get pissed about him being cucked by, uh, by another bull that's, um, you know, that's, that's, uh, you know, hooking up with his wife. And yeah, so I think that's, that's my, uh, that's my prediction. And um, I did notice at the beginning too, he was wearing a bathrobe. So I don't know if that comes in, comes into play, but uh, he had a bathrobe. So I don't know if that was in his house or if uh, it was weird, he was wearing a bathrobe around. I didn't, I didn't get that. I think, I think boxers tend to wear robes um, before they go out. This is 1941. So I don't know if they wear the, the silken robes. He might just wear a robe. Um, also, so is he ever the bull? Or is he always the cuck? Uh, he's, yeah, he's a 
cooked bull. And, and <laughs> oh, so he's both. He yeah. is normally a bull, but in, in, in a future instance, he will be cucked. So the bull becomes the cuck. Yes. Uh, that's where the rage comes out. And then he divorces his wife, maybe kills the wife, but I think there's going to be an ugly divorce. Do you think it's just like a, a, an issue of timing? Because wouldn't you think the movie would be called Raging Cuck and not Raging Bull? Um, well, yeah, I mean, I think bulls are better characters than cucks because they're, you know, more, more, more intensity, more fire and uh, enthusiasm behind it. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, you're right. I mean, it could be called Raging Cuck. Maybe that's an alternative uh, title that they threw out in the writer's room. Maybe, yeah, maybe the sequel. All right. Yeah, hey, I, I think I did see that somewhere. Yeah, great. Well, um, let's see. Also, Let's Henry Winkler's if... brother wrote uh, wrote this. Erwin Winkler. I saw that at the credits too. Erwin Winkler. Okay, great. Uh, wow. Well, um, oh sorry. Sorry. One last yeah. one last <laughs> thing Colin's here. Got another um, thing. Let's go. Alternate possibility. Um, you know, him and his wife coming to blows. It could actually result in them actually meeting in the ring. That's the championship um, fight. That's what I was gonna say. I, I, I was gonna say that him and his wife were gonna have the championship fight. And um, who wins? Yeah, and the winner. Who wins? That's uh to be determined i can't even predict that that's kind of like yeah where do we even go from here and that's a true um yeah i don't even know where to start to try to begin to guess at that so we're just gonna have to watch yeah true sorry for stealing your uh your prediction no 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 that's that's fine that's fine i also i also think um he's just become he's just gonna become like a a big flat a big fat slob Mm, that'd be cool to see him get fat. Let himself yeah. go. In a fat suit. Um, all right, so we're gonna we're gonna go watch the second the second the last ten minutes of this movie. Uh, we'll come back and then uh, to round us all out, we're gonna watch the one hundred five at the one hundred five. Um, so uh, thanks for sticking with us, and here we go. He got out of line. I slapped him around. Tommy straightened it all out, and it's all over. You give me that look, Joey. Uh, can I just say something like right before we, we I, this can be in the podcast or not, but we, do you guys remember, I don't want to say his name just in case we keep this in the podcast, but there was that Boston standup that we used to like look oh, up yeah. on YouTube. Yep. Uh, I remember his dad who is the real estate guy who would like shadow box. And oh yeah. In his face. I remember that. <laughs> he's like him doesn't he looks just he like seems just like him like i don't it, man that blew my mind like i just was just like this is his what dad's this guy life is. is just raging is. he just lived it out in real life yeah all right that i just had to i just had to bring that up because he even looks like him with all those prosthetics yeah, I, on. I actually think prosthetics are pretty decent well i mean i forget that this movie is 1980 and not 1964 like i'm uh in my head for is yeah. not, not <laughs> yeah. that old well he also he does look he does look like a guy who's gotten hit yeah, face yeah. A bunch, though. i feel like that's the thing is like they got to make his nose look fucked up because he was a he was a boxer he's unrecognizable he just i didn't even know that was robert de niro at the beginning i was very confused also, his breathing is insane, and I can't I can't tell if that's like part of his character or if it's because he can't breathe out of his I nose because <laughs> he just has like a pound of silicone on it. Yeah, him, I bet that's like, it. He just can't breathe out of it. Um, boxers are always out of breath. That's true. Yeah. Um, 
All right. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to just go through kind of what happened there in the last 10 minutes. Yeah. Let's do Let's do a quick rundown. Cause that was, I yeah. mean, there's a lot that happened. I feel like we got very little boxing out of these 20 probably minutes. Probably good. Option, uh, you know, sets us up for the other parts of, uh, cause we already saw it boxing. So we know pretty much how that goes. He gets hit in yeah, the yeah, face. Yeah. Um, but this was starts off with him in a, in his jail cell. Yep. Yeah. It looks like he got in jail and got put in solitary confinement. Right. And he breaks yeah. almost immediately. Like almost immediately he breaks. And he's very uh, emotional. So Yeah, he's saying uh over and over, I'm so stupid. I'm so stupid. I'm so stupid. Dummy. I'm so stupid. And then he's 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 punching the wall and his hands are bouncing <laughs> off the wall like they're made of rubber. He's hitting it so hard and I you can just tell it's not concrete. You must have fists very like you, you've, seen, you've seen that yeah. uh viral uh, video guy twitter of this guy like he's on his or this oh, guy, guy he's, no, he's in like a push-up position and he's jumping back and forth and landing on concrete with his fist oh yeah and he's seemingly like <laughs> not yeah, i don't know how all. he does that and he like he does this he does this thing where he yeah, like, lands yeah. on his forearms and like bounces around um, kind of reminded yeah. me of that um and uh so i'm guessing so he's in jail for some reason i'm thinking it's because he uh, well, didn't he? So it was mentioned the um, something about his wife there in that in that scene, or yeah, I so that was I was I was hoping that this would come up in the one hundred and five because when he sees he's he says I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so stupid when he's in the jail cell, and then we sort of like flash forward to New York, but then when he's he sees Joe Pesci and there's a very weird moment with Joe Pesci I, that made me just like the most uncomfortable but joe pesci says tell that to i mean i can't i couldn't hear if he said my wife and kids or your wife and kids but i just heard wife I think and he kids. said my like, tell it to your wife and wife kids and or kids. tell it to my which oh okay so i don't know i i thought maybe that would be about his wife and kids but like i don't know what he did to make joe pesci mad but man it looked yeah. like were, he was just yeah. trying to fuck joe pesci i think, I think joe pesci Go Joe Pesci fucked me. his wife, I think. I think that was the bull. Joe Pesci was the bull. And he got, you know, there's two bulls, but Joe Pesci is the real bull. And Joe and he Pesci took the, the bull wife away because Robert De Niro seemed to have a different woman at the end. The um, the uh, that stand-up uh, woman. Yeah, he does make a cuck joke immediately in a stand-up routine where he says, uh, like, oh, would this guy walk in on his wife banging another? Or, Exactly. another guy or something and it's just i think we can say it was, uh i didn't really he, so i think it was comedy. a bull cuck scenario i think that was the, that's what happened and yeah ben i think that i think the woman there I mean, if you, is uh is i don't think she's going up there to do stand-up comedy uh at that club <laughs> she was she oh, was yeah. she was stripping oh, yeah. I mean, she was stripping. that's another form of comedy well and it's uh, yeah i it's guess problematic. i guess i don't know um that so that that like tiny bar that he's doing can't like stand up in just also reminded me so much of that very bad towny stand up uh that just like all of his jokes which were, were just like people being like you suck and him being like i'll fucking fight you he's like oh I, i'm about to come out of retirement like he's just like i'm gonna yeah, beat, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat drink. you up he's like that was pissing all- the guys drink in the audience yeah, he's like, he's like, let me get that guy a drink, pissing it before he uh, gave it to him. Didn't, like, isn't there, though, maybe it was when he was in the jail cell, I, I remember hearing him say, like, uh, walk in on your wife with another man. She's like, oh, here comes Big Mouth. Yeah. I think that was, was what that his, his joke? joke was. 
wasn't that, I, I think they transitioned from the jail cell. Yeah, that, that was the that first joke. joke. Like yeah, it was joke. at the stand-up. He was saying that, I believe. Yeah. I don't see what the joke That's, is, but... No, Why do you think he went either. to jail? Um, what what led him to the, the jail cell, you guys think? He beat up his wife and the guy she was cheating on him with. For sure. I think he killed somebody. He killed his wife. In the rain? Yeah, I think he... I think he killed somebody and I think it, uh, he was probably in jail for like 10 years or something. Like he just, I think that's probably why he got like forced into retirement. And then, yeah. and then he was just, I, although I couldn't tell it was because the jail cell was so dark. I couldn't tell if he was already an old man when he was in jail or if he was like his young prime. Yeah. In jail, I mean, the makeup so throws it off too. You can't tell what age he is. He's the same age almost the whole time. Yeah. Um, I, I think, yeah. So in the jail cell and then he's um uh opening he's doing stand-up opening for uh, a burlesque show and then after that he sees joe pesci um as he's getting in the cab with uh his gal there he sees uh joe pesci entering a store across the street and he's like oh i gotta go see him uh and he goes over to talk to him and as he's walking out of the store pesci sees him ignores him and yeah, Joey, 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 get back here. Joey, come, come, on. On. come on, come on now. He's got a mustache now, Joe Pesci. Later in the movie, I, I don't happen. He looks like Joe Pesci. Looks like Joe Pesci. Looks like yeah. Monk. Yeah, it could be Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> he looks like. <laughs> it looks like. I don't Tony think Joe Shalobe. Pesci ever um, looked young. I think he's always kind of. He's always looked like he's like forty. <laughs> he's least. always. He's always looked like kind yeah. of like a leathery, le- like a uh, leathery old man. And yeah, there's clearly a lot of tension there. I'm thinking that uh, before part of the other movie we didn't see, he, um, De Niro was at maybe some like family thing and just blew up at somebody, started knocking people out at like uh, Joe Pesci's like Fourth of July oh, party. Maybe, he just yeah. he's in the backyard just being punched his kid. Well, you stay to me, you stupid. And he's just knocking people out. And maybe that's what about the overcooked food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the steak. The steak yeah. was dry. <laughs> Joe Pesci's party and and Robert De Niro just. He's all about overcooked food. That's why he killed someone. Just everything's overcooked. Yeah, yeah you want to apologize mind. to my wife and kids for uh, murdering someone at our at our cookout at our party. And then he just kept grabbing him. He just kept grabbing him and kissing him and grabbing yeah. him and kissing him. And then we cut to hi- we cut to him. And this was another thing that I just find like embarrassing for this kind of like person where he's just getting ready for his one man show. It looks like, and it's like uh, Jake, Jake LaMotta uh, featuring the works of like Shakespeare and all of these people. And then he's doing like a practice monologue. And my favorite thing is when people do like monologues for acting and they're like, they're like, all right, Alex, all right, let's get into character to be or not to be that is the question like he just did it in the same exact voice he's like be like brando be like brando and then he's like you come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding um and then he just like does the whole monologue there's no the tone switch at all he's doing, which was like good robert de niro did a good job with that but like that as a person just makes me so sad where it's just like this tough like kind of like hardened man who's like i'm, I'm gonna be an actor like brando wait was, was that just, a line from another that was a line weird. from another movie right yeah, they're the Godfather. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he did a he did a he did a line for he did a line yeah. from on the water. I was gonna say the, I didn't remember I, the whole thing, but or no, he did a line from. I thought from, it was the, what I line, it was it the was Godfather. The, I'm gonna be a contender. Uh, what is that one? 
I did a line. From you the said I could have been a, a from... contender. I could have. I could have been somebody. I could have been a contender. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's where that quote yeah. comes from. But I was. He was actually quoting another movie. I think so. I'm uh, dumb. Um, come on. Yeah, it's from that. That is from okay. on yeah. the waterfront. I didn't even know that. Uh, that's the Godfather sequel. Yeah, on the waterfront is the the movie that came out like thirty years before the Godfather. Yeah, I feel like even if I saw the rest of the movie, I'd still be confused at this ending. Um, just like yeah, he's in jail and he's hopping back. Like, did he go straight from jail to this like club and you know he's doing that and then he uh, and then he does the speech at like ten years later or. You know, I, I'm honestly like clueless as to what I'm just, I'm banking so yeah. much on the 105 and I know it's not going to be doing that stand up in 1958. I'm, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, it's 1958. And 64. then his one man show is in 1961. 64. Or 60, 64. Yeah, so that's six years later. And then for what we know, most of the movie took place in so 1941. When was he in? jail he's always in jail for like two years when two was years he, for murder when was he in jail how long was he doing Wait, yeah, was he in jail before the stand-up yeah. or is that after i was confused by that too i don't know i don't know i don't know i feel like i feel like we have to start talking in definitives because we're supposed to <laughs> <Right>. know <laughs> um so he was in jail for hurting for killing that guy he got out of jail did comedy for eight years and then he got big enough to do a one-man show i think he's sort of like a sinatra type person since they said the uh, or like a Dean Martin because they said that the place was packed. So maybe he's like a Rodney yeah, Dangerfield? That's what I don't it know. Like. Well, uh, he went to jail for killing that whole so family guess... at the barbecue and then he got out and then he did stand-up afterwards. Is that what he was doing? Yeah, so I guess, I guess like, do we do we go to the 105 and see if it answers any questions or do we want to make do we want to make any more bold I'd say we claims? jump to the 105 so we can see the murder scene. Yep. Okay, let's yep. jump to the 105. Uh, all right, we'll be right back. We're gonna list the 105 at the 105. Uh, the, 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 the 105. The 105. It's time for the 105. Hey, y'all, it's time for the 105. I listen to the 105, yeah. Not the 105, bitch. That's not crazy. That's not crazy. Is that Rodney Dangerfield? Yeah. He got no respect. He never listens yeah, to no nobody. Respect. He comes in they here. Just- it's like an older and younger Joe Pesci talking to one another. So that gave us almost nothing. Uh, Literally nothing. It just told us that he is a hot-headed We're person. all trying to help. Yeah, already he's not accepting our help. How is he ever going to win the championship? How is he going to do it? How is he going to do it? He needs to be concentrated and calm yeah. as a boxer. Yeah. Uh, so I was hoping to get some insight into why he went to jail there. Um, now I've kind of revised my, uh, so the way he went to jail. I think, I think he, so he's in the championship match and, um, he gets screwed out of yet another victory that was clearly his. And then he pulls out his gun. Oh, he like uh, with a gun. No, I think okay. instead of a gun, he punches, started punching everyone and he kills up some people with his punches Maybe even the guy he's facing, he just he's like, "Well, yeah, you want me to beat him? Okay, I'll beat him, and I'll beat him dead." Is that with the gun or yeah. with no gun? Yeah, he, yeah, he he boxes the whole time with the gun. gun well. two guns. <laughs> and that's what and that's what kills him. The the yeah, heavy yeah. gun. Two handguns, just punching people with. Yeah. Um, 
I think I I I I think he he killed he killed or hurt one of Joe Pesci's friends, and that's still like why he ended up going to jail. I think Joe Pesci, maybe like his brother-in-law or something. Joe Pesci's like it's got to have something to do with his wife. Yeah, yeah, I feel like for sure, know. for sure. But that's I think that's what happened. Uh, ben, what do what do you think happened in this movie? What, um, what did you think? I, I think it's uh, it's still the bull cuck scenario of what happened. Yep. Yeah, and I don't know why I asked. I honestly don't know why I went back to you and asked. I think this, what happened this. was um, there seemed to be, well, even, I guess, even going back to the end where Joe, Peggy, and Robert De Niro's character, there's some sort of ki- a lot of kissing and touching. I feel like in a bull cuck scenario, the bull cuck, there's some sort of like chemistry between them. Like the cuck's almost uh, attracted to the bull. So. You, you, you seem to be a very, uh, bull cuck aficionado uh maybe a connoisseur if you will videos Um, on on, uh on the internet oh god all right uh well so with with that i feel like we could probably wrap this one up because uh we didn't really get anything from the 105 and you know what that happens sometimes sometimes you get a 105 like you did in goodfellas where they sort of just wrapped up a whole scene for us and it was great Sometimes you get a 105 like this, where it's just two people talking about something for a minute and five seconds that seems to already yeah. be information we have. Um, so I, I think all we have left is to rate the movie. Uh, we have a very interesting rating scale here, Ben. Um, uh, it is zero to and two. I, um, I kind of want to, yeah, maybe before, before that, I want to maybe test out a new uh, segment as well. Just a very quick, um, so we do the rating system but also, um, you know, the whole point of this podcast, too, is to kind of, uh, you know, we haven't seen these movies, but, you know, if someone ever asks you, you've seen Raging Bull, right? And you're like, got to be like, uh, yeah. So if someone asks you, what's Raging Bull about? You got to give them a one-liner that kind of sums up. Okay. So one, yeah, one-line um, synopsis. I like that. Okay. And so uh, I guess I'll go try to go first with it. Um, so Raging Bull is a is a movie about a uh, temperamental boxer who um, goes crazy because his wife overcooks the steaks and he unfortunately murders her in the ring when they have to fight in the championship and then he goes to jail and becomes a stand up comedian. The end. Okay. Okay. Uh, ben, do you want to go next or do you want me to? I'll go, yeah, I'll go. All right, all right. What is? Hey, hey, Ben. What's uh? What's raging? So it's about, about a um, it's a uh, it's a boxer who ends up in a, a series of unfortunate events. Uh, his one of his good uh, relatives ends up uh, hooking up and uh, having sexual relations with his wife, and uh, he's getting cooked by this man, and um, then it leads to him murdering. Uh, someone at a barbecue for overcooking the steak and which is Joe Peggy's uh, relative. And then he becomes a, uh, a standup and um, yeah, that's it. Wow. Straight off IMDb. Wow, what a, what a, what a, <laughs> what a beautiful, what a beautiful run on synopsis. Uh, it was the uses of commas and then was just beautiful. Um, I'm going to say that this movie is about an uh, old established comedian who was forced to box at a young age and accidentally killed a man. That's, that's what my opinion is. Accidental. Uh, accidental. I'm going to go with accidental. 
so so that being said, obviously we've all seen the movie. Um, but our rating system here, Ben, is zero to two. Uh, zero being I don't want to watch that the rest of that movie. Two being, or one being I would go back and watch that, but I probably won't. Like I would, but I won't. And then two is I'm going to watch the rest of the movie right now. Like based on what yeah. you saw, the you know the ten minutes beginning and the end and the one hundred five, would yeah based based on the twenty. Are you intrigued? You saw, would you go back and watch, watch it? it? I feel like I already know what happened, so I'm just I'm giving it a uh, giving it a zero because I think I already know. Wow. Um, so I don't need to watch <laughs> it. I already okay. saw it. I don't okay. in hot. Sorry, Rachel. Yeah. Bull, you get a zero. All right. Yeah. You get a zero for you get a zero from Ben. Uh, Colin, what do you? I'm gonna to have to agree with Ben here. I'm gonna give this a zero. Uh, no real interest in seeing actually like why he ends up in jail. Uh, but you know, I have some interest in seeing like, you know, um, how he exactly murders his wife, but, um, I can live without those details. Great. Uh, I'm also, I'm also going to give this a zero. Uh, so this is going to come in as a giant zero. Um, uh, Scorsese, uh, do better with your first and last 10 minutes. I think, uh, Goodfellas really wrapped us in. It, it gave us uh, a lot to watch, and I think that ended up getting a one. Uh, I think it would have been given a two <laughs> had this rating system been created. At the time, I said wait, I would go back and watch it, and I didn't, so that would have been a one. Um, but yeah, I'm going to give it a zero. So Raging Bull gets a zero from the I think you should see Sorry, Scorsese fans. It's a big goose egg over here. This movie Sorry, Scorsese. stinks. Sorry, yeah, Robert De Niro. Zero. Uh, and and sorry to all the comedian slash boxers out there. Um, it seems like a common uh, thing, uh, a comedian yeah. and a boxer. It is, yeah. Well, it's because the brain injury makes you think you mm, can do stand-up. Yeah. Uh, it kind of makes you funny, too. You have a funny outlook on life uh, after getting hit in the face a bunch. Yeah, you have, you have a funny <laughs> speech impediment that people like to laugh at. I can see, like, can't uh, speak right. Butterbean being a good uh, stand-up comedian. Is that, is that that really? Yeah, he's in like really he's in Jackass, and he's like punching Johnny Knoxville at like a sporting goods store. Yeah, he wears yeah, like American he's probably not flag even like a Real boxer, but um, I bet he'd be good Great, on stage. Man. Yeah. Um. Well, well, thanks for joining us on another episode, um, Ben. Thank you for for coming. Um, I don't know if this is a thing we need to do, but is there anything you want to like pitch, or if you don't have anything you want to pitch, just something you want to tell movies the you've fans. Seen lately? Any good movies and a quick synopsis of them, you know, something like that. I saw Ford versus Ferrari recently, and um, that's a, that's a great movie. Anyone who loves their car, you know, maybe they have a cover photo of their car. Um, I would recommend it. Or anyone who's just interested by cars, uh, great movie for anyone. Or if you drive a car, and uh, I want to plug that, and uh, I want to plug the Bible, which is at the end of Raging Bull. I think that's a great book as well, and I'm glad that they quoted it. Great, great. So uh, check out Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, check out the Bible. Uh, Colin, what do you got to say? I got to say, just keep everyone out there, keep watching movies, keep supporting the film industry. And um, also um, remember to uh, vaccinate. All right. Uh, so vaccinate. I don't just vaccinate. He's a pro vaxxer. Uh, I just I get them like, all. Just oh, get everything vaccinated. Get um, Sorry, he's I... getting political. Uh, I, and I agree with the stance. Go watch some movies um, and tell us which ones we should watch.
Uh, so thanks so much and have a good night. Have a good night. Later.